0: Hey folks, welcome back to the My Tech Decisions podcast. In this episode, we discuss cybersecurity budgeting and consolidating security tools at a time when the security tech stack is becoming too complex to manage and security budgets are growing out of control. Jason Clark, the chief security officer at cybersecurity firm Netscope and the former chief information security officer at the New York Times, says organizations should work on simplifying processes driving consolidation on platforms and investing in talent. Before we get to Jason, here's a quick reminder that the podcast is available on iTunes, Google, and Spotify. To hear weekly interviews with IT experts that can help you make the best decisions for your organization. And now here's Jason Clark. Yeah, so Jason, uh, we are talking about um, simpl- simplifying um, security, and uh, I went to um, uh, RSA, which was kind of my first. Uh, know, big cybersecurity conference I attended. And um, one of the, you know, first things I noticed was just the sheer amount of uh, cybersecurity vendors there are these uh, these days. Um, And it seems like a lot of them are sort of, uh, you know, selling the same bill of goods. Um, So, you know, how do you kind of sit through that and make sure that you're not, you know, investing in in too many products that are doing the same thing and keeping security at your organization simple
1: yeah uh definitely it is a it is a big problem right the we have security is very fragmented um, what we've, we've had, had happened is kind of people just you know inventing kind of the hey there's this one type of threat or there's this one use case and we're constantly trying to fill the gaps and fill the holes and that is you know we've been doing that you know the average Fortune One Thousand has over a hundred security products now, right. and that's obviously it doesn't scale. Uh, the and the enemy of security is complexity. That's the funny thing, right? It's like it's once like, you once something's so complex, like how do you get all those signals? Because part of security is to get the signal right into your kind of prevention and protection system. But if you have a hundred different things giving you signals and they're all deployed at different at different levels, it becomes, you know, honestly, a, a kind of what I call signal fragmentation, um, because you have what's what's the brain? What's the one brain of cybersecurity? Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I ask that to any any you know security leader, they're kind of like, oh, you know what? We don't really have like a one brain. It's our sock. Mm-hmm. It's people. But that that in itself is is a little bit of a problem, right? So how do you cut through the noise? Um, is is really you you have to. Kind of figure out like what your foundational platforms are. And that's what the best programs do. They say, look, I, you know, I'm gonna have my identity player, I'm gonna have my endpoint EDR solution. I'm gonna have my SIM, which acts more like a memory, not a brain, right? It's like it's 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 after the fact. And then I'm gonna have my my network and, and data security platform work also kind of security service edge, right? This that's a new theme. It's those four kind of these foundational platforms. And then Everything else is about integrating and automating between. And so I'd say the best programs don't go chasing these one-off use cases uh, unless, which does happen, it, you, know, you, you had an incident because of that one thing and your core platforms don't solve it or one of those one-off things become an audit finding of some kind and you have no choice, right? right. Uh, but long run, the goal should be to get your main core platforms to provide you that capability. So if I do it, it might just be for one or two years, but ideally, right, I'm focusing on, on my, core, my core platforms.
0: Um, so how do you go about getting, you know, the best value, um, you know, when you kind of identify those, those, you know, core platforms and how do you get the best value out of them? Do you kind of look for, you know, um, Ones that are heavily integrated with with other tools, or in you know, what, what's the best strategy? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's 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 a significant part of it, right? Is is that they are one they in in security, you innovate or you die, right? Like you you, you as a company, as soon as they stop innovating, because the threat and the, and the, and the bad guys are you know are constantly innovating, you have to as well. So that's part one. You you if you go to a company that's that's private equity owned. Um, you know, all of a sudden you have challenges because they're they're being squeezed to not to invest in R and D and not be innovating, right? So, you that that that's one thing you look for. Second is that has to be t- completely integrated and automating and really not a black box. You can't be a black box anymore. You have to be the solution that's ready to to via API fit into everybody else and play well with everybody else. So that is those are those are kind of foundational things, right? Those two, if you get those two right and everybody's playing well together, then you, you, know, you become, your, your team becomes the kind of glue that brings it all together, right?
0: Yeah, so let's, let's kind of get segue into my next question. Um, I know, um, you know, half the battle is finding the right tools to invest in, but um, you know, this is something that we've been talking about for a while in cybersecurity is just the lack of skills um and this 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 talent gap um so how do we kind of square those two and you know how do should we you know kind of focus more on on investing in the talent that is out there and and less on tooling
1: yeah so you know one of those simplifying operations right is is it, it, it is people i think that we we're historically one, we are, we're definitely you know, understaffed and overworked, right? And, and that's that's throughout all of security. And everybody's everybody's pretty stressed because the, the problem keeps stretching, the attack surface keeps growing, the threat keeps getting better. And we 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 put too much emphasis on getting you know getting kind of the mercenaries, hiring the very best person for that job, or making sure that they need you know eight years of experience versus you know really good programs and what we try to focus on for our security program is we bring in you know we bring in young people right out of high school or right out of college and we the 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 speed at which they they ramp and become extremely productive for us is is pretty amazing to watch and so i think that is that's part one there there's not a shortage of people that want to be in this industry but we have a shortage of people with experience, right, by, by the count of millions. Mm-hmm. And so if we all, if, if let's say you know, every major enterprise out there said, I'm pledging that I will bring in five or 10 inexperienced people, whether they're straight out of the military or they're out of college or they're out of high school. And I think there's a little bit of need for, for all the above. And I'm willing to train them for a year right, on the job. I'm going to have somebody very loyal and amazing. and I'm, that's the way we solve this problem. That the way, because everybody's looking for experienced people, but you'll, we'll find 3 million people that would love to jump into this industry. I see, you right. know, I see it every day. That, that's how we solve it. Right.
0: Um, so back to, you know, this idea of um, simplifying security and consolidating, um, where are good places to look first when you are trying to consolidate uh, tools?
1: yeah what so repeat the question where are some places so, to look for
0: yeah yeah where should you look first when you know you realize that your security budget is kind of out of hand and you know that there are you know opportunities to consolidate without sacrificing security
1: yeah um the look i think number one it's it's be embedded in the community right understand what the the best programs are doing out there right and and how they're starting to drive efficiency, right? And uh, security historically has never had to be efficient. It, you, for the most part, people, you know, the stuff has been in the news and, and the boards are getting a lot more involved and, and security teams, even, even when the rest of technology and IT is cutting, security is almost always protected, right? And so that is because, hey, if I take this one tool out, then all of a sudden i have this one blind spot and do we really want that? Um, so, but there, there is a movement now Forwards, okay. It, the time is here to start getting a lot more efficient. So it, it's one, spend time with the community and with other, you know, you know, CISOs out there and 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 their teams, right? And then second, I think that the, you know, obviously there's a lot of really good partners in the ecosystem out there that, um, you know, kind of the the some of the big fours, right? And a number of other companies out there that are uh, that have good practices and programs around strategizing how you how you consolidate some of your tools, right? You won't be able to get, you know, get rid of all of them, but you should be able to maximize the effectiveness of that. Now, I'm saying all this consolidation platform stuff. There is still a need to be very involved in the VC community mm-hmm. and and to be always looking at new tech, right? But you should be kind of cleaning out the old while bringing in the new. The issue is, I think a lot of people are like, oh yeah, we really want this thing and we'll probably get rid of these other things. And then they never get rid of the other things. So right. we need to be, cleaning house. And, and uh, another thing to think about here uh, is to answer the question is there's on-prem and then there's cloud and then you have workers off-prem hybrid, right? The problem is people are buying technologies. 80% of the security spend is still for on-prem, mm-hmm. but most of your users are not on the network half the time. Right. 50% of the apps are now off the network because they're in the cloud, mm-hmm. but yet 80% of the spend on-prem. And so what people try to do is they try to have their on-prem spend and then they have their cloud spend and their hybrid workforce spend versus look at solutions and platforms that actually can cover them all, right? Versus versus bifurcating them.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know how good you know is the you know the cybersecurity vendor community at covering you know all all of those areas.
1: Uh, I, the truth is, is that I think there is they're doing it. Everybody's doing a doing a good job from a standpoint on there's a lot of good tech out there. Right. Um, and you know the the you can have a very efficient good security program. Like the 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 stuff that's out there is is um you, you can build a great program with what you have and be efficient at the same time. And cloud provides and look you know people are going to have data centers and, and on-prem stuff forever but when I say cloud I mean cloud delivered security right and cloud-delivered security, meaning you can solve on-prem as well, is, is almost like this perfect reset button for security to be efficient. Um, you, you get scale, you can cover your users everywhere they go. Um, would, I just use, I'm gonna use SASE as an example, Secure Access Service Edge. You know, that, that's consolidating and saying, look, we've always thought about this problem as a user going to, you know, a user going to the data center's VPN. A user you know, from off the network, a user is going to cloud, that's Casby. A user is going to NewYorkTimes.com or any you know, ESPN, that's a secure web gateway. That's a proxy. And a user going to FTP, well, that's a firewall, right? And we had all these technologies that were focused on use cases of where the app is and where the user is versus what do we just say? It's a user going to an app. And if we simplify that and say, why isn't that one solution? That's what secure access service edge or secure services edge is. Um, basically, saying we're going to consolidate secure gateway, we're going to consolidate CASB, we're going to consolidate you know zero trust network access and VPM, and we're going to consolidate DLP into one single inspection platform. So that's a perfect example where the industry has innovated, um, the, the technology exists now. You know, it's just, a, it's what speed and pace everybody adopted. That's why I'm saying the platforms are there. Same with the endpoint, um, same with identity. These converged platforms exist.
0: Um, back to your kind of, uh, you uh, mentioned, you know, the, your four uh, foundational solutions and the core of a good security program. Can you uh, just outline those again for us?
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, so, so you think you're, you're sassy element, right? Secure access services as Richard just explained that is basically network security and data security merged. Every egress of every user going to an app. Then you have identity and access management, right? That whole um, platform. And then you have, you know, your endpoint security, right? Protecting device security. And that's on the servers and, you know, that's, that's your mobile devices and, and the laptops, right? And then you have your, your basically what your tools for your SOC, right? Or, you know, your SIM and your source solutions, right? Those four are, you know, when we're thinking about most of most security programs, that would be the four pillar, pillar parts. Now, as soon as I have, you know, I, I need a bunch of application stuff. So if I'm a heavy tech shop where we're inventing technology, mm-hmm. I need also a platform that helps me shift left and get very good at you know building good secure code right and i need api security so like a a, like a no-name security so you 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 will need to add things but i'm saying every enterprise whether they're tech or not it could be manufacturing could be a bunch of lawyers will need the four platforms i just said now depending on your industry you still have to add to that stack
0: right um yeah it really answers the uh um, the questions I had to ask, um, I, I did find, um, something, uh, interesting in, in the, you know, the, the uh, PR pitch that, that he helped set up this call that you were the first ever, uh, CISO at, at New York times.
1: That's right. Yep. I, uh, yeah. At, uh, I think the age of, I think I was 26 or 27, um, oh. way back. Right. Moved to New yes. York.
0: So what, you know, what were the the those threats that you know journalists are are facing as a journalist i'm i'm generally uh curious you know what are you know the threats that journalists face Mm
1: -hmm. um i'd say you know it's 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 definitely the you know the kind of the situation of the the you know the nation states right that if that you know when you're covering any any topics you know around them or surrounding them right Uh, i think it's just it's 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 uh who's who is giving you information that, that you know is, is 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 on background or behind the scenes, mm. right? That I'd say you know, uh, again, any any nations, right, would want specifically, right? right? And then you know I think that the New York Times was a was an example where what had happened was the Boston Globe, which is obviously one of their one of their properties, um, had had lost a bunch of uh, basically all the credit cards. Um, and and uh and 10 percent of people had had uh canceled uh with their credit cards um through the boston globe so that's what drove them saying hey we need to get you know we need to get serious about this oh, right right that was i think that was like 2000 i
0: think that was in 2007 yeah that was a while ago because i believe um the globe is now owned by uh, the owner of the red sox which is which is funny enough yeah
1: yes um, that's that's
0: yeah. right as a, as a boston guy myself i uh I'm yeah. uh, keenly aware that uh, there is now state media. Um, yeah. Great. Awesome. Um, cool. Jason, uh, thanks very much. I, uh, I appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's been fun. Thank you.